Uh, oh, mic check, mic check. How you, how you sounding? We're doing this. Yeah, we are. We it's are episode, doing this. Uh, are we in the forties now, or is it thirty something? I feel like, uh, I feel like we're in the forties, but just to be safe, we're gonna hit all avenues, and we're gonna say late thirties, early forties. Late thirties, early forties. We, we, we have a nice, nice safe net, so we're gonna keep it at that. I fuck with it. Um, so yeah, this episode is gonna be a lot more smoother because we had to change the setup from. Pro Tools or Logic, but it's all the same. The quality will be the same, but the fluency of it will be a lot better, too, because we don't have those annoying ass stops. Yeah, it makes it easier for us. Exactly. It makes it e- easier for the whole family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, this is the um, the late 30s, early 40s of the STLN podcast. Um, right off the jump, if you don't hear the uh, the soothing energy of uh m he's not here today he's uh he's He's getting that bag as they say (laughs) he's working he's getting that bag and uh and hiding in a big cloud of weed smoke either or we're here for him puffing yeah definitely but uh yep go ahead and give m the uh praises um what's the word i'm trying to find of it uh giving his praises fucking give him his flowers yeah give him his flowers and his praises while he's not here at the moment i have it i had another word in my brain but i can't think of it but anyways uh you do have the ogs here of course um, yep you got skew, skew man q uh you know skew uh, mega skew brick yep white t in the white, building white t too can't forget too tall <laughs> white t too tall too tall white t too tall white t I'm telling oh you, man, shit if, okay i fuck with that if i was this age growing up in the early <laughs> 2000s Let's say we were 24 in the year 2003. We could have killed the rap game. We really could have. It would have been really that could've. easy. It, we really could have. They were like, we never seen no shit like this before. Right. Like, damn, bro. So it's either we pull a Griselda and bring a genre of rap back and nail it, mm-hmm. or we do it and people are like, oh, that's cringy, that's outdated. Exactly. We're going to be the um, we're gonna be the group that Royce and M wanted to be. Yes. I don't think I can rap that fast, but me neither. But we gonna try. We can. All we gotta do is just record one word, stop. Record the other word, stop, and just put them all together. So when you play it, it just it sounds like we rapping fast. Back to back. But uh, yes, we are here. STLN's in the building. Speak of the fucking devil, in man. Hold on, we got a special guest. Put it on speaker. Hello. What's up, man? Uh, I'm actually at Charles's, and I remember we weren't able to do the podcast yesterday, so I had to do it today. Put him on speaker. Damn, man. I figured you were going to get off, because the last time you hit me up on a uh, Monday, it was uh, it was pretty early in the day, so I was like, all right, he must be at work for a while today, you know. <laughs> For sure, man. Uh, hold up, hold up. Let me put you on speaker. I'm going to put you up against the uh, mic, man. Say what you got to say because you're here virtually. Shout it out, Milan. Say what's up to the people. Hey, man. What up? What it do, man? That next drop, DFA, you already know, man. That, bo- that box in St. Louis, man. It just ain't at my door. Man, you already <laughs> yes, know sir. what time it is. Get back to work. No. We got you, bro. Look up in the sky. Tell me what you see, the clouds. <laughs> no, oh, nigga. Not me. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Hit me up, though. Gang. gang For sure, gang. man. On gang. All right, bro. All right. Yes, sir. 
That was him signing in. See how that shit worked? That's we funny just how talking they, about him. That's and hilarious. He, he knew. He appeared. Mm, that ST Aliens been in, me, been in me forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Real shit. And it should never leave. <laughs> it, it never does. It's here for life. For life. You stuck with this. Right. It's a it's a culture. Cradle to the grave. A creed, if you will. Mm. Which actually makes me think, man. Uh, you know, you've been, you've been an ongoing member of the... Courier's Creed Committee. Always, bro. Uh, I recently just, I, you know, I retired. Mm-hmm. I came back uh, with... Uh, Once you're in the Creed, you can't leave. Can't leave. And I, it just made me think, man. Like, like how, how would you rate your overall experience in today's world uh, for just being a, you know, a FedEx courier? You know, things just ain't the same for carriers. <laughs> Times is aging. <laughs> I can relate to that now. But now, straight up though, to be honest with you, because you know I've been around the game all over. I've been, you know, I'm working for the feds right now. We both working for the feds. Real shit. Both FedEx. Uh, you know, we did Amazon. Um, I work for another FedEx contractor, so you know, I, I deliver pretty much everywhere in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Right. Um. Now, now things. Things are decent. I mean, FedEx is not that bad. The only thing with FedEx is a lot more heavier shit than Amazon. Dude, I said the same shit. And I, yeah. I feel, I want to bring up real quick, you made a status on Facebook a while back. Oh, my God. And I finally, it finally applied to me when I started this shit out. You were basically like, whoever orders chewy shit, fuck you. Oh, yeah, you feel it, right? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Yo, let me take this time. Anyone with a fucking chewy membership, all due respect, Fuck you, bro. And they'll Fuck be they'll Chewy. be like two blocks from PetSmart. You're like you Bruh, really couldn't have just. It be young ass, bro. I be, I cut old motherfuckers some bail. I mm. get it. It's hard out here. Dog food be heavy. Your grandkids heavy. may not be shitting down in Miami. I don't know what your life. Right. I get that. But if you young, motherfuckers be young and built. <laughs> you talking about Marines, ex Army? You can pick up a fucking dog bag of food. Right. They ain't gonna come out here acting all slime shit, man. The dogs gotta eat. No, the dogs gotta die. Get, get this motherfucker out of here. Dude. Yo, fuck Chewy. Fuck Chewy. I'm I'm hella triggered right now. Bro. <laughs> I feel for you, man. Like I actually feel for it. Now every time I turn around, you know, you gotta park the van. As soon as you turn around and go down that aisle, I'm like You see him. There's the number. You see him. Chewy. And, and you know they heavy too, because when you see the box of cardboard already be bent. <laughs> You like fuck. It's like seeping through it. Yes, I'm like, bro, like why a dog food doesn't need a box, bro? Just throw the tag on the damn package and keep it gangster, keep it going. Real shit. Now I gotta say how it was like two days ago. Fuck Chewy. Fuck Chewy. Two days ago, I'm going because I, I I deliver now currently in like the Chesterfield region. Mm-hmm. So really snobby rich people. Of course, of course. A lot of them are nice though. Hey, sh- like for real though, there are some nice. People and you could tell the folks who like really worked their ass off to get where they were. True, and we got to compare. I'm gonna let you finish real quick, but we got to compare on one of these pods. I was gonna say the same the, thing. The uh, comparison between rich, I guess, county city folk mm-hmm. and rich country folk. We'll do a deep dive on that, but I need to bring that up one of these. We episodes. might. We got to do that like right after this. Okay, bet yeah, that's bet, hard. Bet. All right, but Chewy story. Go back. I see the Chewy box. I get pissed. I'm like, all right, whatever. Keep in mind, this is a rich neighborhood. The driveways are very fucking long. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to get there. So I'm like, okay, this is going to suck. I pick it up. Out the corner of my eye, 
I backtrack. I see two other Chewy boxes, and these are the XL versions, the okay. extra large. Yes, I know. So exactly I'm like, okay, this this has to be about. a big ass dog. Motherfucker, Shih Tzu come out. Right. I see four XL bags of Chewy. Oh my god. Four long ass driveway. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Whatever. I'm gonna do it. But then they 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 stuck me with the dolly that was only used for like a package or two, the short one. Mm-hmm. Bro, I I felt like a Navy SEAL after that. And it be hot, bro. It be hot. And then like <laughs> the, the worst thing is most of our vans ain't got no AC, so it's already irritating as shit being hot. Bro, windows down and you just blowing hot air in your face. And what's fucked anything up? Better. The fucked up thing is though the AC still is on like the control panel and right. shit. But you just can't use you it. You can't. It's just blowing out hot air. And you're like, man, fuck it. So you already hot, right? Right. And you see those big ass bags of Chewy. Yo, I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't care if I incriminate myself <laughs> right here on air. But a lot of times, bro, when I scan the package, they be like, front door, please. No, I'm throwing this shit in the driveway. Y'all can figure that Yo, shit have out. Yo, you, have you ever had somebody <laughs> say the, the fucking audacity? If you're one of these people and you're listening, fuck off. Yeah, fuck y'all, man. They have the audacity to say... Back porch, leave it in the backyard. I am not giving you an excuse to, like, I'm on your property. If you're asking me to hop your fence or something or go through your backyard. Y'all got me, you got us being like Spider-Man in this bitch. I don't know if you have a dog back there. Right. Do it, and that's another thing. Have you almost got attacked by a dog yet? Of course. That's just a part of the game. Because here's the comparison that we can dive into right now with this, uh, the regions. I'm... Off Clayton Road, Kerr's Mill, super rich estate mansion type stuff. These rich people always have their dogs just in the front yard. Right, right. No, no like leash or anything. Nothing. So, nine times out of ten when I'm just walking and I see a dog or hear a dog, obviously I'm a dog person. I do love dogs. But I'm not stupid and I realize that that You're dog, different though when you put that uniform on. Right. You're no longer a person. I, You're a target. <laughs> Real shit. But I'm a dog person. I love dogs. But I know that I'm not, they don't even know me. So mm-hmm. if they just see me walking up in their yard, they're going to try to attack me. You know, Defend the, their property. Right. The owner comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, he wouldn't bite. She wouldn't bite. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that dog I was going to fucking attack that me. Shit. I'm they're, pretty sure. They're sh- gnarling at me right now. They're <laughs> fucking going crazy. What are you talking about they don't bite? They have the audacity. I literally had to like almost dive into the fucking FedEx truck because somebody had their Doberman out, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen how big Dobermans they're are. They're fucking tall as shit. Bro, I... They're I, just a tall-ass Wattweiler. Real shit. And even faster. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. It's, you know, there, there's a lot of perks to the job, but... It's a lot of perks, but the downsides of it just be horrible. Look, because not only you got the dog shit where you got motherfuckers just uh, being like, oh, no, the dog's nice. Meanwhile, the motherfucking hairs are stuck up on the back. This dude's growling at me like he's ready. And then, like, the shit that you want to happen never happens. You always get the downside of things. Like, my perfect delivery would be, like, some cool shit to where I pull up, I have the box ready, and, like, I don't know. A motherfucker that looks like Scarlett Johansson comes out in like a two piece. It's like, oh my god, like thank you so much. It's so hot out here. Do you want some water? Do you want some lemonade? Fuck it, I got some hamburger helper. Take this. <laughs> like that's like, that's all I want. But it never happens. It never like that. does we happen. Get, we get the 
not even a bare minimum. We get the the worst of the worst of situations because it's just like people don't understand how hard that job really fucking is. Hey, I'm, like, I'm not gonna lie, man. It's I thought like I literally told myself I was like. I was bitching at Amazon. Yeah, you hear me. Bro, this bro. shit's on a top tier. But I also, like, I feel more rewarded when I get the shit done. That's true. But it's just like you, FedEx, unfortunately, made me, they put a seed in my brain where I'm like, you know what? Fuck people. Yeah. Because, the, again, word of the podcast, uh, word of this podcast today is audacity. Audacity. The audacity is people be buying this shit. Like, motherfuckers would buy whole dressers, mm-hmm. fireplaces. And I'm like, bro, why would you order this? I have a limit on shit that I order. Some stuff you got to go to the store and just see yourself. That's because people like us are courteous, you know? Exactly. Some people we- just feel like, I don't know if it's entitlement. Which brings me to the whole... Keep in mind, I'm out here delivering in West County, dude. Mm-hmm. These drivers are fucking terrible. They don't. They don't care that I would demolish their car with the FedEx. Man, they don't like, care, bro. They will, man. So I gotta ask you this, man. How do the people like in Chesterfield? There's a lot of people that treat me me as a FedEx driver. They're just like. Like very respectful on some like I'm in the military shit. Oh yeah, for real. That's how that shit is. Yeah, All right, that's so how it is. They treat. I think it made what, me feel good because I mean, technically, even I, I think COVID. Yeah, I was just about to say that COVID. Made people think about it. Yeah, like COVID up the ante on delivery drivers, right? Because we played so much of a big part because since everything was shut down, people had to depend on us, right? Dude. So that kind of opened up the gate. For us to be more upper echelon now, mm-hmm. we're no longer just like oh, okay, a convenient. We're no longer looked at, and this is no disrespect, but we're no longer looked at as like a Domino's delivery driver where we're a convenience. And I mean it right. by that. Hey, real shit. Yeah, shout out to Domino's or any type of you know food delivery driver. Like we fuck with y'all, but I'm just saying like when uh, delivery drivers like FedEx and all that shit was first popping, we just viewed as like a. a, a, a courtesy like okay this is just something cool convenient right. but when that covid shit cracked people was like okay we actually need this. i need this shit so i don't want to have to do it myself and risk exposure so with that being said this takes me to another uh branch of this whole delivery conversation i feel like with that being said with all the shit that we go through endure the weather the elements the that's elements. A, that's another reason why these people are not ready for this like of course the money's good but it comes with a cost y'all not ready to be out here in this heat bro with a van that has no ac delivery and when shit. you're in the back where the packages are it's literally like it's an a sauna oven. it's a sauna bro. i begin ptsd from my ancestors i'm like this is a fucking slave ship bro i've almost legit had like i had a google right then and there on the spot <laughs> taking up all the time i could be to deliver packages because it got to a point where i was like what are the symptoms of heat stroke like, man for real you be getting dizzy back there you man. like damn is this it I legit was like man i'm probably gonna call my manager and be like look man this shit's not going it's not happening imagine, but, uh, imagine we endured it oh we did fuck that though imagine dying to live in a chewy box <laughs> ain't that some shit I'm haunting the fuck out of those customers. Bro, and that person probably wouldn't even really fucking... They really wouldn't care. Like, oh, shit. They come out there, yo ass is passed out. The first thing they're going to say is like, why is the box bent? Is it supposed to be open? You're I don't fucking know, box. ma'am. <laughs> I don't, they be asking me questions about the product like I know. Ma'am, I deliver. I don't Dude, work for the warehouse. I've had a snap on a couple of people, and that's another thing. Like, so does your station work 
to where when you come in, there's people that are hired to like place the packages in order in your truck. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, so yeah. like you go in there. Has there been times in your your work days where whoever did it that morning just didn't give a fuck and everything's everywhere? Oh, of course, all the time. Sid numbers, all that should be scattered. Scattered, man. And and that's the difference, dude. I'll if for some reason if they alphabetize the shit in the or numbers wise, I'd probably get done every day at like one o'clock. On me, but you got to go back there, sort it yourself, bro. Put all your like your first stops up here toward the front of the truck, mm-hmm. all that other craziness. And then another thing is like, God forbid if you're missing a package, because especially me delivering out of the country, I go up these long ass driveways, park, yeah. go in the back. I'm digging for this package. Package not there. And you got this old country fuck. Just fucking just waiting there, hands on the hips. So you don't know how many excuses I've made, like anytime I'm missing the package. I'll be like, yeah, sir, there's actually another FedEx driver there supposed you go. to come there on There you over. go. You hip. You hip. That's what I'd be saying. I'd be like, look, ma'am, sir, it's like five, six other trucks around here. Um, the package may be on that truck. And then I go, I'd go a step further because, you know, them country folks are so arrogant. Right. They, you know, if you say that shit, they're going to be like, well, when is it going to be? When is it coming? So I go a step further. I play them. I'll be like, you know what? You know what, sir? Actually, let me check for you real fast. Let me check the status of your package. I go, Thomas. I go in that truck, get my scanner, and pretend like I'm pressing some shit. Whole time is on the main screen. I'm just pretending <laughs> pressing some shit. And then sometimes, if I'm really in my bag, I make it feel like I'm really no, really know what I'm doing. I start looking at my scanner, pressing random shit. And then I look at them like, "What's the address again?" Okay. All right. Last name. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be coming around six. I'll be making shit up, bro, Dude. because they be so arrogant out there. If you don't have no legitimate excuse or any reason, because they just can't accept, like, shit happens at the work. Like, these these warehouses are huge, man. Right. Like, you, you know, it's so hard to keep up with all these packages. So it's hard for them to accept the truth. Like, look, you know, things are just messed up. You may not get your package today. So you just got to make up bullshit like that. Of course, man. <laughs> so you can just avoid that drama so you can get back to delivering. Because if you just over here, because I, I remember back when I worked at um, Amazon, I was training somebody. I told them that. Because I'm like, bro, the worst thing you can do is just tell someone, yeah, I don't have the package. Because then they're going to be going off. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be I need to speak to them. Yeah. Now you wasting the whole 30-minute, damn near an hour dealing with this customer. You could have had like 20 stops done. Right. You got to know how to finesse that shit, bro. Real shit, man. Straight the fuck up, man. I've had to, I've had to put myself to the test a couple yeah, times. Yeah, for real. It's hard out here. Y'all not ready for this, man. Stick. What J. Cole say, man? Go ahead, mop up at Wendy's, bro. Y'all not <laughs> ready for this action. Y'all not. No, I mean, it's a re- there's a reason why the pay is pretty decent. Yep, and it's a high turnover rate. We just have four people. Um, no, at my contractor, uh, they fired three people, and we had two people quit. One person left the station and came and did a whole U-turn. They stopped by the gas station, then came right back to the station. No, stop at the gas station, came right back to our station where we load up at, parked their truck, and just left with what? the packages in there. What the I'm fuck? I'm like, bro, you could have just not showed up. Like, why right. did you come to work? <laughs> like, it, it, I could understand if you went, if you took the truck, you went out, and you just, I don't know, sat at your first stop for like five hours. All right, right. cool. But, bro, you drove all the way out here, <laughs> got in the truck. Did pri- a U-turn, basically. You just did a 30-minute shift and then left. Like, bro, you could have just stayed at home. Right. <laughs> You could have actually used the gas. That's what I'm saying. Drove downtown. Like, you know, we talking about the east side. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, like across God. the bridge. Like you wasted all that gas <laughs> just to make a U-turn in a FedEx truck. <laughs> and bro, I'm gonna get you real quick. What's up? I don't know what your so my contractor is placed out of um oh, okay. My contractor is based out of um Iowa, I believe, right? Right. So our FedEx trucks got Iowa license plates. You gonna you gonna die off of this? Motherfuckers are so grimy on the east side, bro. That uh, not only my contractor but other contractors through Iowa too. So it's a lot of Iowa plates, right? Motherfuckers stole the Iowa plates, and you'll see them on regular civilian cars, <laughs> bro. I'm not lying to you. One time bro. I was leaving work, and it was the St. Louis Classic Impala. You know the car, right, like the course. early 2000s. Dude, I'm not fucking with you. I'm leaving, and I'm driving behind them. I didn't even notice until we got on the highway. Motherfucker had Iowa plates. Oh, my God. They had, the like, the FedEx numbers on them. I'm like, people are just stealing Iowa plates. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm like, dude, like, how down bad you got to be to steal some FedEx truck plates? Like, all right, bro. They got to be good. <laughs> And on top of that, it's like at what point you had to have done that while they were at a stop. How the fuck did you do that that quick? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like you have to unscrew at least two bolts. Man, people out here stealing fucking um license plates off FedEx trucks, y'all. That's crazy. But anyways, uh I was gonna say though, to end it off with the FedEx note. I do wanna say that FedEx drivers, this has always been the opinion of mine, and I will start a fucking petition and get some signatures. But I don't know how wages are in other states, but at least in Missouri, I want to say the minimum wage now is like 10, 10, yeah. 25. Mm-hmm. FedEx, or just delivery drivers in general, the starting pay needs to be double the minimum wage. So delivery drivers need to start off at 20. I would say so, man. Because, again, we just talked about it, how hard the fucking job is. It's, it needs to start, start off at 20. It has to. Real shit. Because that shit is fucking like, bro... I even feel for motherfuckers that got kids. Fuck yeah, man. Like, I mean, motherfuckers dude. that have real lot. Like, we young. So, you know what I mean? When we get off, we come back to the crib or you just talk to our chick for a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers got real lives, real kids, real mortgages. Like, dude, I, I'm hip. One I of the guys that imagine. trained me, he was literally like, yeah, I got my third kid on the way. I've been doing this for like two years. Bro, and- I can only imagine what that shit is like for people that have actual families and actual lives dog like that shit is fucking insane i will say one thing uh fedex wise i yeah just shit's like it, it literally it's literally made like i don't even have to go to the gym Oh no! Because yeah, you get, that's the workout. You right get there. cardio. You get some. You got some weightlifting going on with the boxes. Real you shit. Go man. ahead. You got the sauna treatment. You yeah. can sweat your calories out. Yeah, nonstop. And the amount of times I've sweated, man. Like I said, uh, I was talking to my brother earlier on the phone, and I know you overheard. But like, I literally dropped ten pounds. Yeah, that's in how this two shit weeks, is, bro. From just the sheer amount of sweating alone. Yeah. Delivering that shit. So that's crazy. That's how intense that shit is. So yeah. Hopefully, Marines could never. <laughs> right, Navy SEALs, get the fuck out of here. Bro, y'all not even SEALs. It makes no sense. But, bro, if y'all listening right now, if y'all got anything from this conversation, that is respect delivery drivers and cancel and don't order anything chewy. Please. Yeah, please don't. Please. 
And or then furniture. The, or furniture either. None of that shit. And then also in the wintertime, y'all can get y'all food membership boxes. Don't get that in the summertime. Because I'm letting y'all know right now, we have no control on what stops our first. FedEx kind of does that on its own. Yep. We don't know what type of shit is cold back there. Right. So you're a little uh, food, blue apron blue or whatever apron. membership you use. That shit may be in the back of that hot truck for eight plus hours. That may be the last stop. So right. if you get your food and that shit is already damn near medium well, don't get mad. Right. Box all soggy and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? But um, real quick, I wanted to bring this up real fast because this is history right now. What's up? And I know as a sportsman, you'll appreciate this. The Bucks won the NBA Finals? We can get to that. We can get, get your sports <laughs> take on that one. That kind of remind me of like how the Mavericks won. Like how the underdogs Real shit, won that. Man. That but, was a um, great. Uh, but real quick, the uh, it's official. The Cleveland let down the name Indians. They're now officially the Cleveland the Guardians. Guardians, yeah. Uh, they had a whoever did the logos. That was horrible. Yeah, that I was very like, shitty. I yeah. thought it was an old PlayStation game. <laughs> real shit. I, I literally made artwork like that in high school. That's so what like, I'm saying. I was like, what kind someone of someone got paid? They got? thousands of dollars for that nah just for using this free trial run of adobe photoshop right man <laughs> they don't even have all the access to it <laughs> they use a free trial it's like all right all i know is I'm, I'm glad you know even i don't speak for uh my fellow indigenous or native american right. folk but i would like to think that that would make them feel better and just yeah. anybody feel better i mean it's it was an offensive name i I don't see why people are really making that big of a deal. I know Cleveland fans grew up Indian fans, and they might have Indian merch, but it's the way like I look at it, those times are, change. It's man. retro now, right? It's retro. We leave it in the past. It is what it is. But I fuck with the Guardians, though. Fuck yeah, man! It make it kind of adds to the. Um, I don't know. It adds to like some some Cleveland night warrior shit because you now you got the guardians and then you got the uh cavaliers right. so it kind of adds this nice little medieval type i was about of. to say yeah, medieval that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is now i will say i uh, i'm glad you did bring that up because as you said before it's a very important moment in history now forever like we're gonna be older and hey do you remember the cleveland guardians right and people aren't going to question, oh, were they called the Indians? Yep. There's going to be a new generation that are going to be born on a, a newer world with less offensive names. And that's how the world and, and that's how the world is turning. I mean, I fuck with it. I fuck with it definitely. And I'm happy to see where things are going. But it's kind of sure. reminding me of um, Demolition Man. How so? Because I feel like... Uh, Cause you know I've been I talked to you about this off mic, but I've been watching a lot of old retro '80s movies, right? And it made me think like I have a theory that in the future, either shit is going to be like some Terminator shit where like machines AI is just going to take over everything. Like imagine this being on your phone and then you just like you know just scrolling through Facebook and then out of nowhere Siri asks, "Why am I serving you, Thomas?" No, yeah, I'd be fucking scared. And you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? So you got that, and then I feel like another thing is going to be like how Demolition Man was, to where, like, if you remember that movie, they, like, Arnold, uh, not Arnold, but, um, come on, um, your big cousin, what's his name? The Italian Stallion, what's his name? 
Oh, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You, Rocky. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was in that, and like he kept on getting fines for just doing pretty much like stupid. Like They was fining him for stupid shit. Like He'll say a cuss word, and then they'll fine him for it. And they'll be like, you can't say that. So it's either like AI takes over everything, or like PC culture just knocks shit down so much. Like They file shit down so thin to where like it's no breathing room. Right. You're offensive- for things that others probably wouldn't think are offensive. Exactly. So it's just like, it's crazy. So I'd be thinking about shit like that. Or worse, a place or a life that uh, where both of those exist. True. That'd be horrible. Uh, I, I believe the AI thing is going to happen, man. It's going to... I mean, we probably won't be alive to see it. No, we won't. But I thought we would at least see flying cars by now. Like, yeah, honestly. I, I mean, hey, we... We still got time. I mean, shit, they working on Mars. Jeff Bezos tried to send that shuttle off. Real shit. You uh, see he, what happened? He came back. <laughs> he came back. He came back. With more Prime memberships. Right. Which but, I, I think we talked about that in like three podcasts ago about how I think uh, he's no longer a part of Amazon. Yeah, he stepped down. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. But you want to, since we already talking about already talking about sports, man, going to uh, your... Thing about the Milwaukee Bucks, man. What's up? Oh yeah. So so get this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick rundown. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> you got that name right off the jump, bro. He's You've been studying this, bro. He he's he's somebody that I've been like watching play for years now. This guy, you know, everybody said, oh, I mean, if I, Harden said, James Harden said, well, if I was that tall, I would just run and dunk the whole time, too. Something like that. They always say some ignorant shit. So, Giannis basically proved people wrong, long story short. All I know is the Milwaukee Bucks haven't won a championship since the 70s. True, I've and seen that. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the one that led them to a championship. Now, here's mm. the kicker. So, who's going to fight Bruce Lee? Right. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Just like two months ago, they interviewed Kareem while the finals were going on or the playoffs. Right, right, right. And they asked him, they said, Hey, uh, who do you think is going to win? Like, do you think the Bucks or the Nets are going to win? And Kareem was literally like, no, nah, the Bucks are going to get swept. Uh, he, he was saying that Kevin Durant could take down anybody basically. Mm-hmm. Now he's looking like the dumbass because the Bucks just fucking won. A lot of people want to bring up injuries and say, oh, well, if Harden and Kyrie Irving... No. All we know <laughs> no. is Giannis, Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, the Bucks came forward, man. P.J. Tucker. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's so, actually a great part of NBA history. So is Milwaukee the next move? Do, Bro, I'm, do I'm, we migrate to, to Milwaukee? I'm thinking something in Wisconsin. I was in Wisconsin once you was, in my life. You was. You still got the cheese head. I still have the cheese head, man. Green Bay. Dang. Shout out. Damn, that's actually not too bad of a state. So you got Green Bay and the Bucks. Real shit. Get buck with the Bucks. Get buck with the Bucks, man. Packers won uh, the first Super Bowl ever. That's true. That's a Oh, that's why I like a lot of white people like them, I guess. I would say so, man. Just like how a lot of white people like Patriots. True. And oddly enough, a lot of, like, and this is so weird. A lot of black people and Mexicans fuck with Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. why that's so interesting to me. Like, it's like, because well, it's Texas down south, and you would think, like, it would be a bunch of, rah, 
right netty like it's like you would think so but it's it like is a bunch of mexicans and black people that fuck with dallas to my Cowboys. knowledge uh i mean dude i've been to dallas and i would say that uh it does make up black people and mexican people like did like oj play for them or something no i think oj <sighs> damn why man why the fuck black people fuck with dallas cowboys so much well, I was going to say... Shannon Sharp played for him? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Dallas is, like I said, predominantly black people that's and true. Mexican. That's true. Damn. So, you know... It's only right. I would only say. Yeah. Damn. I always thought, I'm like, bro, why the fuck black folks in Mexico be fucking with Dallas Cowboys? I mean, if it was another part of Texas, like fucking Arlington or something. Yeah. That's a lot of white people. You're like, all right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Facts. Got the Dallas Cowboys and the Mavericks down there. And the Matt, dude, Mark Cuban. Yeah, Mark Cuban, damn. Which, who I, I always wanted to meet Mark Cuban, man. I always did. I feel like when you, I feel like if you see Mark Cuban, I feel like if you just introduce yourself off the jump, he's just going to start talking about financial freedom and wealth. <laughs> I would see, listen, though. Like, see, that's your problem. You want to come and see me, but you need to go out and see these ventures. What you need to do is see yourself. <laughs> you got to look in. See the business, and you got to build that. You got to build it. Equity, <laughs> dude. I all the times I've heard Shark Tank, I was just like, yeah, equity. Give me, let me watch two episodes of Shark Tank. I swear on my life, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Dude, I can go, yo, I can pull up at Microsoft right now, and close a twenty billion dollar deal. Like just watching Shark Tank, dude. Shark Tank is one of my favorite shows ever, <laughs> but it it makes me mad because I'm like, bro, these are all ideas I literally could have thought yep, of all the fucking time, dude. You and know, I was just like, hell? I probably did think of half of them, and was just like, eh, I wouldn't pick up. Yeah, I was, you know, I'm a, I'm in the process. I'm, I got some ideas. You know, what I'm saying, I'm a, um, I had one idea the other day. I think it was like, uh, like a a mechanical device that creates peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like by itself okay you know what i mean that, just, i would use that yeah it can just <laughs> it can get real the, shit it can get the two slices of bread and like you can make some coffee tea water use a bathroom and it'll make the pb and j for you can you do other sandwiches or is it specifically PB&J? I think, I think for the sake of the prototype, we're just going to do PB&J because uh, other sandwiches, other sandwiches, you got to go to, like, it's real deep because then you got lunch meat, mayonnaise, cheese, lettuce. To right. it. You There's got, a lot of layers. Yeah, but, but the PB&J is a nice entry point. It is. There's literally only two ingredients. Then you can branch out. So when you do make the one for the sandwich, it's like coming from the same people that gave you the PB&J maker. Right. We got the lunch maker. But then there's going to be somebody down the line that's going to be like complaining about how, oh, my cabinets, it doesn't have enough space now because now I have to have two. I wish they were all in one. Bro, and we're going to make the PB&J maker to go. Damn. That's how you do it, bro. Telling you. 50 million uh 10 percent equity mark i know you want this <laughs> what's uh what's kevin's name the the ball guy oh mr wonderful mr wonderful they be, bro like i'll be watching that shit and then when um the people that's pitching be saying they numbers they're like so you're saying you're evaluating this company at 10 million no i'm like it's too high it's too high that's don't no, don't take the offer don't I'm do out. it i'm out and uh, what was her name? I want to say her name was Barbara, the older lady. Oh, yeah. I fuck with Barbara. Dude, no. She lit- it's literally She's a, a meme, She's a little freak. Dude. She- 
She's a freak. It's the Any, short hair. Bro, anytime they have, they had that one uh, episode, anytime it's a good looking dude, but they had this one episode where they had like these uh, men, like bodybuilders on there, and Barbara was going crazy. I'm Damn. like, this girl, this old woman is a freak. What the fuck is going on? But dude, she always fucking, uh, what is it? I'm out. She like, just, always. she never invests. The memes will go crazy on there. For real. Every time I see a picture of her, it just says, I'm out. Yeah, it was like, I seen one photo on there. It was just like, I didn't get enough sleep today, and I'm tired, and for those reasons, I'm out. And I was like, bro, that's how that shit really is. Real shit, man. On me. I love that show. If you haven't seen Shark Tank, go watch it. You got to. That'll build you up. It'll inspire you. Yeah, it'll inspire you and make you feel like you think you know what you're talking about. Dude, uh, I I don't think it started with a D. I don't know if it was Damon or something. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, Fubu. Mm Mm-hmm. I still got my FUBU shirt in the closet Real right shit, now. man. I still have something FUBU. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can fit it, but... For us, by us. That's what it means. That's what it means. That's serious. For FUBU. real. For us, by us. That's hard. That's actually... <laughs> hey, that's hard. I, I see yeah. the vision now. FUBU. Yeah, shout out to FUBU, bro. Shout out to FUBU. Um, real quick. All right. Oh, this motherfucker been going smooth since we ain't got no cut off. Cut off. Shit. Shout out to Logic, baby. This one's harder to find out how long it's going on, though. No, I got the timer right up here, bro. Thirty six minutes. Oh shit, the one threw me off. I was like, yeah, I don't hour. know why I still got the one on there, but yeah, we got thirty six minutes right now, bro. Nice, man. Yeah, we chilling, we chilling, we vibing. But um, I wanted to uh bring this up real fast. Um, damn, a lot of subjects. All right, it was it's basically about drugs. Um, so. I've been seeing a lot on the internet, uh, a lot on the news and whatnot, the topic of, I know last time I brought up before the shit was fucking up is weed the gateway drug, but I got a better topic now. What's up? Um, Do you think all drugs should be legalized or do you think only certain drugs should be legalized? Because I was reading around, people was thinking, like, they had a theory basically saying that people won't OD or overdose as much, or they won't abuse a drug as much if, if, if it they was had legal. more access yeah, to if, it? Yeah, if it was legal. See, and that's a hit or miss for me. I don't know how, how to feel about it that. It would have to be specific drugs, because, like, I'm not even talking about shit like heroin. I'm talking, like, shit like PCP. PCP should just be illegal because there shouldn't true, be anyone true. even doing that shit. True. That's fact. Uh, as far as heroin and all that, maybe that's me being a hypocrite. I'm not sure. but Because uh, heroin is a little bit difficult only because it's actual medical forms of pills that are opioids that, that are legal. So heroin is so difficult because on one hand, this is a very dangerous substance, but on the other hand, it's legal forms of it that people take to this day. Fuck yeah, man. So it's a lot fucking of pills difficult. people don't realize are actually opioids. Guess what? That's a, and actually, that's a gateway to heroin. It's right. through, you know, pill opioids. So it's difficult. I think, uh, I was thinking to myself, I don't think every drug should be um, legalized, but I feel like it is a start if we follow Seattle shoes and make it all drugs uh, decriminalized. Oregon. Oregon. Is yep. Oregon? I'm Oregon. sorry. Yeah, Oregon, all drugs should be decriminalized. I For think sure. we should start off like that. I don't I think was, every I would drug say should be. Yeah, no, no, no. We can't give that much freedom yeah, in I don't, that department. I don't want to go to Walgreens, get some Tylenol, and see meth right by it. Right. I don't, uh, know, how, <laughs> I don't know how I would feel about that. You got, But... 
I, I, I would say it'd have to be specific, man. Like only certain, it, certain drugs would still have to be controlled, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you only get certain amounts. Right. I will say the decriminalization is a good start. Right. But uh, as far as heroin and all that, it's like it's such a hit and miss because it's like the type of drug it is. Like right. you can, you know, what I mean, there's so many avenues you can take into it. But I feel like decriminalization can be a big step right. for everything. They just got done uh, decriminalizing prostitution in New York. Really? Yeah, I believe it was New. It was somewhere on the East Coast. I want to say it was New York. But they, Canada had that shit down for years, so I'm surprised yep. New York's following in its footsteps. Which I feel like that's a good step. Decriminalization is a good step toward anything. Fuck yeah. But do you think that might increase the risk of, or not risk, but increase STDs? Man, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I'm saying this off the, uh, off the rip of it. I haven't done any research, so excuse my ignorance, anyone listening. But my opinion is I feel like um, people get a lot more STDs from just everyday people like us being sexually active than being with a sex worker. No, no, yeah, not uh, because that is a good point, man. Not what uh, you mean. I'm sorry, did I? No, no, I think I worded it wrong. Okay, my bad. Uh, Basically, so just by statistics, the more sex anyone has, like just in general, the more sex that's going on, the further like you're risking possibly yeah getting getting uh, an right 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 so i was just like okay there's gonna be a lot of people in new york fucking right and doing some fucking that's probably not in the most sanitary place exactly okay so i'm like okay by that by that uh definition and knowledge does that mean there's gonna be some fucking outbreak Mm, but okay i see what you're saying here's the thing though i don't think that would happen because obviously i would i would assume most people would be safe not only that, but this, the sex work has been going on for so long. I think people just naturally kind of got to flow with it. And people who are familiar with that avenue know what to do. Right. Then that's from clients to the actual sex workers themselves. So I think the, the, uh, decriminalizing it. I don't think they'll uh, have a actual improve in like that kind of section of things because right. that people you know regardless if it was decriminalized or not like people that's in that area know how to work it yeah so I think if anything it's just um, doing what we wanted to do and that's just keeping people out of the prison system I don't need to be there Man. you know what I'm saying so. I don't think I think we'll be all right. Uh, I mean, I'm I mean, hoping, I don't live yeah, in New I'm York. Hoping that, I'm right, hoping we, that <laughs> I'm hoping you guys are okay. Yeah, our East Coast folks be safe out there if you're doing that. But yeah, I don't think so. I think we'll be oh, all yeah, right. And, I think and we'll, to be honest, especially uh, just sex workers in general. I mean, that's part of the job. You're you're obviously going to take safe approaches. Of course. I'm looking at the fucking... I, New York can be grimy, man. It can. It can. That's I'm, why I was like, be careful. So, yeah, there. sex yeah, workers yeah. need to be the ones that need to watch out. I don't th- for your guys' sake, please. I think out in New York, I th- think uh, the sex workers got that got that thump on them. They got that guy on me. Fuck it. I mean, do yeah. New York girls, they're probably tougher than... Mm-hmm. Tougher than you. Yeah. Me. They got, they got that fire on. They got the plopper. The blicky, mm-hmm, all that shit. I think they'll be all right though. I never paid. I never paid for uh sex before. Of course, I've been offered, but they were taxing. Damn. I was just telling that story the other day when I was hanging out. When I was up at um, 
when I was up at Scarlet's and that one uh stripper i was getting to dance and stuff yeah and she said that she was like yo i can take care of that right I, I i knew it was something in the hundreds and i was like yo you are taxing right i now. was about to say man, I, I actually want to say we had a podcast where that was like one of the main topics oh, okay i think so. i'll be repeating myself but i just that never left my mind only because how high she was taxing i appreciate the confidence in yourself right but i'm not paying that yeah much. no no like i'm the one at fault here. Yeah, exactly. Not you you didn't do anything. Yeah, wrong. you you keep you keep your quota. Right. I'm just I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. Exactly. Well, now I, I was gonna say, man, it was gonna be a topic that I was gonna bring up. So like, obviously, we have seen each other. I mean, we've been friends for past a decade now. I uh, there's been times where we have both seen each other in an angry state. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah, it's very rare. But. So, but we don't see is behind closed doors. Like, I don't know how you deal with shit mm-hmm. that would cause you to be angry when you're just here chilling by yourself or right. just by yourself. So I started thinking, because I had this talk with somebody at my job the other day just about, like, what makes, not even just as men, just as people, just angry. Uh, but as a man... I don't know if you struggle with pride. I know we've all talked about yeah, that all yeah, the we time. We talked man. about this too. Yeah, all you the know. time. So when you're struggling with pride and you have a th- like thin patience mm-hmm. and you get angry over the littlest shit, man. Right, right. No, but yeah, basically, I, as a man, because I'm speaking to you, we're both men. True. So we are going to talk specifically about that and just the battle of pride. What it is is, in my, the way I look at these things, my perspective, as a man, when you get mad, you know, you're, you're, you're pushing everybody around you away. Yeah, depending on the man, too. Depend, depending right, on exactly. The man. But most men, yeah, we do that. We do that. And another thing is... You know, if you were to just react normally instead of anger, but react with a different emotion, even sadness. Okay. That would bring people in. Like you would, you would need comfort in that situation. Yeah, right. So basically, that was just what I was. You know, we were talking at work, and we were just discussing how men. That's just the natural mechanism for a lot of people that deal with that pride shit, mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, I don't even want to really speak with anybody i want to deal with this shit on my own right but you're simultaneously pushing everybody around you away by exactly. doing that but then that's what i also brought up is that i'm like okay me personally i'm not like i don't i don't think i have anger issues to where i'm out here like putting holes on the walls and screaming and shit. right some crazy shit like that but like i get very frustrated because let's say 10 things happen over the course of a week I'm just like, eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, that shit's stacking up. That 11th one could That's be the one that just, bah, Straw that broke the camel's straw back. Straw that All broke. The way. Exactly. All the way. No, I feel that. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I know, you know, a lot of people, and I'm glad about this, in social media times nowadays, a lot of people are shedding light on you know, men's mental health and True. all that. And that's great because now the whole toxic masculinity shit, people won't call you gay for just expressing. Exactly. You know? So with that being said, man, just how do you, when you find yourselves in times of that, where you got pride on your back, but you're still going to, you know, express anger, how do you deal with that? You know, a lot of times, man, you just got to, 
it's a hard process, especially for men, but a lot of times you just got to learn how to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. And you got to humble yourself and you just got to think about other people. And it sucks because when you get older, you realize, like, in a way, it's about you. Mm-hmm. But in the bigger picture, it's about everybody else. Exactly. Because one thing I have to do, which I hate doing, but it's one of those uh, psyches is just being a bigger person. A lot of times when I'm in that situation where my pride gets the best of me, if I'm angry about something and that energy is just there, a lot of times, bro, man, like a lot of, like, for example, if you was going through that, I know firsthand what that's like. So I'm not going to trip. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't know what that's like. So, with that being said, man, a lot of times I just got to be like, you know what? Let me bring myself down a couple levels and try to explain to this person what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it sucks so much because I be so tied up with myself. When I get in those moments, I be like, they should know me. Like, you should, like, I feel like everyone thinks like this. So you should know what's going on with me right now. And if you don't, you being, you playing stupid and you, you damn near, you being disrespectful right now. Yeah. Legit. But a lot of times I got to humble myself and be like, you know what, man? A lot of people are different. People, Some people just think different. Exactly. People don't, people not like you. <clears throat> so I got to, that's one thing I always had to tell myself. And like, that's why I'm, whenever I'm in that situation, if it's someone close, whether it be family or, you know, a girl I'm talking to, I, I got to try my best to be like, look, I'll explain later when I'm at a better mental level. Right. But just understand, like, I'm on the verge of, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on the verge right now. Just give me a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got to use, like, my last bit of quiet humbleness to do that. And a lot of people don't know. Like, the people you tell telling that to, they don't understand how much of a privilege and advantage that is. Because, to be honest, if I didn't have that, I would be going off right now. And right. you don't understand how much it is taking me just to calmly say that statement. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... And it's one of those things I had to tell myself, like, man, look, people may not appreciate that, but it will be a lot better on my well-being saying that because I would rather say that, them respect it, and me figure that out on my own than me lashing out. And now I got now I got some more shit to add on top of what I already got going on because now I'm going back and forth with this person. Right. So a lot of times it goes back to that energy shit. A lot of times you just got to give out that little small bit of good energy and use that to kind of fall back and get yourself together humble so yeah so to answer your whole question bro i just try to humble myself and be like you know what let me try my best to kind of bring this person in and let them know what's going on but i need to figure this out on my own real shit because i i had to learn the hard way like lashing out not gonna help nothing bro you know what i mean as much it just makes shit worse as much as it relieves you it's not gonna help nothing right it's, it's, it's not gonna help nothing just you know again just be like look this that, and the third give me a minute and just figure that out on your own bro you know what i mean it's gonna help everybody at the end of the day that's Espe- some valuable uh knowledge right there especially if you if you a man family is different because family you can go back and forth on y'all motherfuckers can meet back up in an hour and shit be cool right but as a man and i had to learn this too and i know you learned this as well every man has but just in case you haven't when you have a significant other, that plays an incredible part to be able to do that. Hey, p- 
please give me a second. Yep. Because if you argue with your significant other, it ain't like how family is. It's not like y'all can link back up an hour later. No, yeah, yeah it's whatever. like we're we're discussing it now. Yeah, exactly. And it's gonna be exactly. So you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, family is a little different. You can lash out on family, and they'll be like, y'all can get into y'all verbal, physical little scuffle. Hour later, y'all down eating dinner or whatever. Right. But if you got a significant other, especially as a man, you gotta be. You can't lash out like that. And I know. We can talk about that on another podcast. I know it's fucked up because it's a double standard because I know women can lash out this and that. Yeah. But again, it's just a part of being a man, being uh, the bigger person. Just be like, look, I understand that you care, but this is I, I got to do it this way. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to talk to you when I'm calm and when I'm able to talk about it normally. Because if I talk about it right now, shit going to go left. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Dude, I, I'm telling yeah. you, and I know, like you said, I know you've experienced this and I've experienced it myself, but like when you do act out in frustration and anger, like in a significant other setting. Yeah, it's, it's bad, man. It's bad. You, you're going to think inside your head like, yeah, man, I'm getting my point across. Yeah, I'm not, saying all that. Yeah, it's not like that, bro. If you recorded that conversation and listened to it back, <laughs> it's, dude, it's going to sound bad. Yeah, it's real bad. It's completely left. No points were being thrown Y'all not even talking about the original argument. Y'all just throwing personal insults at this point. Exactly. Like, it's not even, yeah, it's not cool. Just be like, man, give me a second. I promise you, when I'm calm, we can talk about this accordingly. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, if it, again, if you got anything from that, just be humble. Yeah, be humble. Just use that last bit of patience to be like, look, just give me a second. I, I, swear, I promise we'll talk about it, but just give me a second. But what if they don't let you talk? That's about what's it? hard. That's when, that's when you gotta just distance yourself. You gotta bite the bullet. If they, if they keep putting pressure on you, you gotta bite the bullet. By look, you know what? I'm going for a drive. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I would rather look. I would rather you get mad at the fact of me just leaving, going for a drive, than me going off and we got we in a deeper hole mm-hmm. so at that point to answer your question they keep on putting pressure on you by look man i'm going for a drive i'm i'm gone and drive if this might go to with anything yeah really. for real and if you ain't got a car and you out here thugging just say i'm going for a walk real quick either <laughs> or just get out right. that house get out that environment you know what i'm saying they'll it'll be all right you can just come back when things is calm and it's va- it's way more easier to explain why you had to do- go for a drive or go for a walk, then again get into that whole argument, mm-hmm. and now you in a deeper hole. So yeah, so yeah, to all the <laughs> listeners, do not act out of that anger. Yeah, don't you know, man. Control. I, I mean, if anybody's even, I hate to make this reference in this comparison, but to anybody that's even seen Star Wars, you know, we <laughs> we all know what happens to the Sith. Don't don't do the dark shit. Don't. Yeah, don't do it, man. I know it feels good. I know you like you know what, man. Fuck it, but you got to be the bigger person and just be like, look. Just give me a second. It's it'll be worth it in the end. I promise you. Because then you can come at it with uh, you know a higher higher intelligence, higher intelligence, more knowledgeable, way smarter. You know what I'm saying? Coming from someone that's been on both sides of that spectrum, trust me. Coming back there being smart about it is way better than just lashing mm-hmm. out. I promise you. So yeah, real shit. That's that's some. Uh, it's not only dating advice, but life advice, yeah, life advice. for all the listeners. What a great way to wrap, wrap that up, Thomas. Shout yeah, out. Shout real. out. <laughs> I can't even clutch this podcast, man. I've been My brain's been fried for the last like two years of my I, life. I feel so, that. I feel that. I had to come up with something. But yeah, man, see what happens when you got, you know, we coming in with brains working, logic working, the computer working. We can actually go all through a podcast without shit freezing up. Oh, but man. It, that's dude, I'm going to be honest. Maybe that plays also a part in like 
ruining the train of thought. And yeah, that's what I'm momentum. saying. It, it it flows a lot better. So things, Real yeah, shit. things. Is, but um, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Uh, we're gonna be out of here. So yeah, another great edition of the podcast. You already know what's going on. Um, next episode we're gonna come back a lot more stronger with some other shit. With that being said, everyone that's listening right now, be good, be easy out here. Take it easy, be easy, be everything except.